0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Thriving Mama podcast. This is a podcast where we are not just surviving motherhood, we are thriving in motherhood. I know that since the pandemic, some of us are just in survival mode and I wanna help you guys change that. I want us all to thrive in motherhood. And so today's episode is going to be about evaluating your life and figuring out the areas that you think need the most work, and starting from the very tip top and going forward. So just ask yourself these same questions and I'm gonna answer them for myself and kind of give you guys an idea of what I'm gonna do and some examples of what you could do in certain things. So for instance, where do you think that, you're, that you need the most work, like where you need to put the most work to? Where is that? So for me, it's homemaking. I need to become a better homemaker. And part of being a better homemaker is keeping a better home and making it more inviting and loving and welcoming and more family-orientated. And that is something I really need to work on. So for you, it might be, I need to work on my parenting. I need to work on being a better pet owner. I need to work, work on getting to the gym more. I need to work on my finances. I need to work on being a better wife or a better sister or a better friend or whatever it may be. Whatever you think that is really lacking, like somewhere where you're lacking in, in your life that you think that would make a better improvement is where you're going to start. So for me, it's definitely homemaking, like I said. Um, And part of that is it's not that I'm not like good at cleaning or good at decorating or good at making my home like warm and inviting. It's the fact that the weeks, especially with this postpartum period, you know, I'm seven weeks postpartum. So with that, like there's days and times and parts of my life where I can't do all of the decluttering and organizing and all of the things. And so my house kind of falls apart very, very quickly and that overwhelms me. So I am going to be working on making my house less overwhelming. So part of that is decluttering and really organizing and getting some really good organization systems in place and simple ones that my family can follow so that way it's not just all me so that way everything has a spot and everybody can put things back where they go right away instead of just setting it on the counter or piling it up in front of the dresser uh hint hint that's my problem (laughs) we pile everything in front of our dresser so we're going to kind of go, I or were, I should say, I am going on like a minimalistic kind of journey again. I did this two years ago. It was so helpful, um, but clutter overwhelms me, and I am suffering from postpartum anxiety, and I actually will have an episode on that coming soon. Um, I just actually started taking medication today, so I'll have an episode once I know How I am doing on my medicine and if it's helping or whatnot. I just want to be really transparent with you guys. And so, part of my postpartum anxiety is really triggered by my home, it's also triggered by my older kids, but that's a whole nother ball game in motherhood. (laughs) Um, Just having a lot of littles can definitely give you anxiety. But my home gives me probably the most anxiety. And it's not because it's like dirty or gross or anything like that. It's just really cluttery. There's just piles of stuff and gizmos and gadgets laying around. And just a whole back area of my house where like it's a breakfast nook technically. But I use it as like an office space as a nightmare. I was launching an essential oil business called Sunshine and Lavender. And I decided to hold off on it um, after I found out that I was BRCA1 positive because I was going to have a lot of surgeries. Well, then we decided to have one more baby and just, you know, life happened. So I'm actually going to pack up that stuff. I'm going to keep it because it's still something I would love to do here in the future, but right now it's just too much on my plate. So instead of looking at all that stuff and beating myself up over it, I'm going to organize it nicely in a tote and put the tote in the garage and use those shelves for some organizing in that area of my books and our paperwork and some um, extra homeschool stuff, you know, just really get Things organized. And that's another thing. My homeschool stuff overwhelms me. I have so much that we don't use that I am actually just going to post and get rid of and do all of the things to minimize just everything. I've already started with my clothes. I went through them once. But something that I had heard from an, like, I'm going to say an actual minimalist because minimalism can mean lots of things to different people. It's just living with less and For me, it means living with less and loving the things you have. So the things in my closet, there's a lot of things that I kept just because like, oh, maybe I'll need this solid color tan shirt someday. But really, I've worn it one time and I need to probably just... Get rid of it because I've had it for two years, you know. And so I'm gonna comb back through my closet. My husband did declutter his side, which was really surprising to be honest. Um, I think I kind of maybe inspired him, which is kind of nice. Um, makes me feel good as a wife to know that like I can influence my husband in those kinds of ways. So, um, Yeah, I'm just gonna comb through my house again and declutter as much as possible. I will be trying to share that over on my YouTube channel. It's just Katie Tadlock, C A D Y T A D L O C K. If you wanna go over there and check that out, Um, I am no way, shape, or form like a good YouTuber, but I just felt like You know, this is something that is really relatable to a lot of mamas out there or even just people in general Like you don't even have to be a mama You can just be a kind of messy or cluttery person and it is beneficial to get that motivation To maybe go through your own things. Um, I also really need to like declutter like my makeup and like just a lot of my personal stuff So that's kind of what i'm starting with is just personal like decluttering so that's where I am starting to really become more of a thriving mama and not just a surviving mama. So here's another example. If it is your Um, like being a better wife is something that you want to work on. You can start by feeding your husband's love language every day. You can start by like whatever it is. If you don't know what the five love languages are, I definitely suggest figuring out what is your top three and your husband's top three and trying to meet one of his top three love languages every day. And it's going to make your marriage so much better like so much better. And I will actually maybe even put that on my podcast list to talk about the five love languages and how it can impact your marriage and you can also apply these to your children. So if if it is like being a better wife, you just learn how to serve your husband better. Now, I am a Christian mama and so for me like submission, serving my husband Submission to me does not mean like you do everything your husband says. No, because if your husband's leading you into sin or if your husband isn't respecting your own personal boundaries, then, you know, that you shouldn't have to submit to that. Um, those kinds of things. And a lot of people look at submission as a sexual thing as well. And yes, it can be that as well, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like, yes, husband, no husband, you know what I mean? Um. That's not that's not what we do in our marriage. We are very much a team and um just serving my husband is something that is really helpful in our marriage. And if that is something that you are struggling in with your marriage, is just figure out small ways to serve your husband. Don't sit there and take on this huge task of changing everything to please your husband and make yourself miserable. Don't do that. Just do little things like feeding his love languages. So if it is um physical touch like that's my husband's number 1 and that's my number 5. <laughs> so for me like I don't need to be touched to feel loved and appreciated but my husband does. And so I try to massage his shoulders or just grab his hand while we're in the car or in public or hug him or make sure that I'm giving him a kiss before I leave the house or just things like that. And if it's words of affirmation just telling him like uh oh, I love you so much you're so wonderful thank you for doing this or whatever and if it is acts of service you can make him a meal pack his lunch uh wash his lawn do a load of laundry for him or iron his clothes or whatever and if it's gift giving gift giving doesn't always mean you have to go to the store and buy something it could just be something simple as like um you go to the grocery store like it doesn't have to be like a big gift. You can literally go to the grocery store and know that your husband loves baconette, chips, and beef jerky. And you got him some baconette chips and beef jerky. Or that you seen that he was running low on his favorite hot sauce. So you went ahead and picked some up so he didn't run out. Or you seen something a new beer that he might like. And so you went ahead and picked it up for him. Things like that for gift giving. Um, you don't always have to be like lavish and like go get an Under Armour shirt and some Nikes or some Oakley glasses. Like those are things my husband likes, (laughs) but you don't have to go do that. You can simply just do little things, uh, for your spouse. So that is some examples of how you can start thriving in your marriage a little bit more. We will, I will have a whole podcast episode. I'm going to add that to the list because it's a good one. Um, but yeah, just pick your top thing and start making little changes for it. So obviously for me, being a better homemaker, like, yeah, I can put rigid schedules and routines in place, but it's, I'm not going to stick to them because I know me. I know that I'm not going to. I have five kids and every day looks different. So I'm just kind of making a flow to our day and I am doing the timer method of decluttering, which is like a really big thing, like I definitely decluttering is a big thing. So the timer cleaning method is something I'm doing. And I'm also going to do um, a podcast on that. It's going to be a really short, sweet one. I might even get it up after this one. Um, It is probably one of the best ways to keep your home at bay. And to get some decluttering done, like 10 minutes, you can do 10 minutes, you can clean your bathroom for 10 minutes, and it might not get fully done, but it's better than it was. And that is something that we need to focus on is just because it's not perfect does not mean that it's not good or good enough. And so that's kind of where we're going to leave you at today is that we're just working on thriving and enjoying motherhood and being a wife and whatever you are doing in your life even if you were a single person you can still thrive okay you don't have to just survive you don't have to just you don't just have to survive we can thrive and enjoy our lives and that's exactly what god wants us to do so let's just take a second and give him some thanks i know a lot of you may not be christians but i am and so I am going to close this out with just a short, sweet little prayer. That's something I'm going to be doing at the end of my podcast. Um, and I hope some of you guys enjoy that. So today I'm just going to pray real quick. Dear Jesus, thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for every opportunity and every little blessing. We appreciate everything and we love you so dearly. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So that is going to wrap up today's episode. And I hope that It was able to inspire you to look at your life a little differently and maybe start working on small little changes. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.